Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? You are now tuned in to another official episode of Kicking It With Bug. Y'all already know I'm your host, Bug. And today, you know, I just want to talk about protecting our kids, knowing our kids, you know, making sure that our kids are safe, you know, making sure that they understand good touch, bad touch. They know who it is they can trust and who they can't trust because there's a lot of things that you know we as parents we don't know or we don't pay attention to and it's time we break that cycle and really start paying attention so that we can stop allowing our kids to grow up with trauma we can break a lot of generational curses and a whole lot of families you know it's just time we start doing a lot of things differently and I just want to be the one I want to be somebody that can help out with that any way possible like I don't want no more kids growing up hurt. I don't want no more kids growing up scared, you know, having to confront anything. So, I just wanted to touch bases on it. I want to talk about it. I want y'all to listen. I want y'all to understand. I want y'all to give me feedback, you know. And I want y'all to know that I this right here, kicking it with bug me being who I am. This is a safe space. This is a platform. This ain't just for me, man. This is about healing everybody you know it's about healing everybody so we're gonna jump right into it and I you know just give me give me feedback like let me know ask me questions you know let's let's talk so one of the things that you know a lot of us need to understand is we can't trust just anybody to watch our kids you know, just because they family, just because we grew up around them, just because they're in our neighborhoods. We can't trust any and everybody with our kids, no matter how long we know them, no matter, you know, if we think, oh, they know not to play with me. Trust me, they going to try whoever. Predators don't have no picks. It's a, one of the statistics is about 93% of children who are victims of sexual abuse know their abusers. Less than 10% of sexually abused children are abused by strangers. You hear that? So, we teach our kids stranger danger. You know, we make sure that they know not to talk to strangers, take nothing from strangers, don't allow no strangers to get close to them. But in our reality, the predators is our family, spouses, uh, uh, neighborhood people, friends, you know, we got to stop allowing just anybody to have access to our children because our kids are going, kids are going to their parent, other parents' house if they're not in the same home. They going to their aunties and uncle houses, sometimes even in the house. You know, kids is being violated. And they, their innocence is being taken from them, and it's happening too frequently, you know. And our kids is too scared to really speak up. Like, it's, it's time we start introducing the good touch, bad touch, and I say that because with that conversation, it comes a lot of insight. You know, your kids feel safe to speak up. They feel like they, they got your attention or that you are aware of the things that could possibly happen so you got, you know, you, you just got them open enough and comfortable enough to come to you. So, 
you know, start introducing them conversations, start having them conversations, making a make it an open dialogue in your household, no matter how old your child is. Once your child is old enough to to start talking, you start introducing it to them. You start talking to them, you know, because your child could be in your house, and it could be a dad or a mom or a brother or a sister. It could be at their auntie house. It could be the cousin, you know, the aunts, they, they spouse, you know, the uncles. It could be whoever that touched these kids. And nobody would never know because you trust them. You trust them with your life. In order for your child to go with somebody, you got to trust them. Because I know I'm not sending my kids with somebody I don't trust. So in order for you to even have access to my child, I got to somewhat have some sort of trust, right? But that's how they get in. That's how predators get in. They get in because they build their trust. They know what to do. They, they come on in your life. You know, they make you feel like they so perfect or they can help you out in any way possible. And, you know, they mess with them kids. And for women, like especially single women, and I, I'm just going to focus on, on the females right now. I know it's hard being a single mom, you know. I know it's hard to have to do everything on your own, so sometimes you look for that little bit of, you know, love. And it might come in the form of a man or a woman in some cases, and it might feel good to you. It might be something that's beautiful, but do your research. Get to know the person that you are dating. Why? Most predators prey on people that's the easy target. Most men prey on women who they see is doing it alone. I see you on Instagram, it's just you and your kid, you posting all crazy, you, you know, going in about doing it all on your own. So I'm going to come in and I'm going to be the perfect man, I look good, I got a couple dollars, you know, and I'm, I'm good morning, beautiful, oh I could make it a lot easier, oh I could da 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 da, and they get right in. But they gain their access to you, and they show you everything that it is that you want and that you need in the beginning. But in all reality, they doing that to lock you in for you to be able to trust them with your child. Right? Then once they get them kids along, or once you sleep, or in some cases, because there's some women who are vulnerable enough to pretend that they don't see it happening, or they can ignore the signs, you know, just so that they can continue to have that love. And they allow their, chi their, their children to be victims to things that have really fucked them up for life. It's time we stop that, man. It's too many kids that's growing up in households or that's, you know, just being raised and, you know, we're not paying attention. Like, we got to pay attention to the signs. We got to know the behavior changes in our kids. We got to know when their eating patterns start to switch up. We got to know when if a certain somebody walk into a room and our child energy change or, you know, some kids might become bad. Some kids might become timid. Some kids, you know, it's different for different children 
but it's there. You just have to be aware of it. You know, and we got to start being aware because it's happening too often. And there's too many people and there's too many families that sweep this kind of stuff under the rug, especially when there's other family members, and it starts to happen, happen too much. We got to be the ones that, like, we got to stop this, man. Because once you become a victim of sexual assault, you live with that the rest of your life. It's hard to live life and not be triggered by what happened to you. And it's so sad that it's, it be the ones that you're supposed to trust. It's the ones that you love. Sometimes it's the ones that you might even die for that really would do this to your child. And it's like, when it happens, you know, what are, what are we to do once your child really speak up? If your child speak up, we got to make our kids comfortable enough to be able to come to us. And not even just us, because in some cases it is the other parent that, that be doing it. We got to make sure our kids are comfortable enough to defend themselves and know who their trusted adult is. You know, you got to know who that person is that you can go to, that you can trust no matter what. And you also need to know that even if that adult that you're supposed to trust is the adult that's harming you, you got to go to somebody else. Because... It happened too often, and in most cases it happened, and it's, it's like a repetitive thing. Kids who are being touched, kids that are being raped, it, for the most part, is never really just a one-time thing. It's something that happened over and over and over and over and over and over again because kids are scared to, to speak up. They're not comfortable enough to speak up. They're looking for somebody to identify with the changes in their behavior, you know, with the the disconnect in the, in their eating, you know, in their learning and whatever. They looking for somebody to identify the changes and just come to them. And if we not taught to speak up, sometimes we not just gonna speak up. You just gonna take it. Until you get to a point where either enough is enough or you get that one person that's there for you that you feel like you comfortable enough to just say something. You know? But we got to be able to, we got we to gotta start teaching our kids this stuff. Because it's predators all over. You know, you can't, you can't look at somebody and be like, oh, I know that he a rapist. Oh, I know that he'll never do that. Oh, I know that she'll never do that. You can't never put never on a person. Why? Because you just don't know. Honestly speaking, you just don't know. It could be somebody that you knew your whole life. It could be... It could be your brother. It could be your cousin. It could be somebody that you feel like would never, ever, ever do that to you. But guess what? They'll do it. So we really got to educate our kids and let our kids know that it's okay to speak up. You know, predators are threatening kids. They know how to manipulate a child and let a child know, oh, if you say something, I'm going to kill this person, or I'm going to hurt this person, or I'm going to this, or I'm going to that. Make your child feel like it's okay that you would, like, you know, you got to make your kids feel like can't nothing touch you. When you having these conversations, you got to really, really be raw with these conversations with your kids because you just never know what somebody could be telling them behind closed doors. So you got to let them feel like you like the Incredible Hulk, can't nothing break you. 
You know, so in that moment when somebody decides to get in the bed with your child, you know, or wash your child up but do the extra touching and feeling, and they say, they might say, oh, don't say nothing. If you say something, I'm going to kill your mom. If you say something, I'm going to kill your mom, your dad, and your siblings. You know, they're using them scare tactics, but your child know. <laughs> no, you're not. And they hear, they, all they're hearing is, I had these conversations before with my mom. And I know that my mom is tough. My mom could take whatever. My parents could handle whatever. So when I say something to them, I'm not worried about if somebody or something can hurt them. Because I know my parents are tough. You know, kids, kids feel as though, like when you, when you are in a, uh, when you are in a position where it's like you got somebody that's harming you in a way of, you know, like they, they sexually abusing you, they touching you, they making you do things to them, you know, they, they snatching your, your innocence from you and every time it happens, it take a part of you, you know, and it make you become weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker because you start to think, you know, why am I not strong enough to say nothing? Why? Why me? And most kids, most kids, they won't speak up because they feel like it's their fault. Especially if it happened over and over and over again. They feel like it's their fault. So they will never say nothing. Because they feel like that they'll be in trouble more than anything. And they, it's, it's, it's shameful. We got to start to tell our kids no matter what, it's not your fault. I don't care what the situation is. Come to me. Talk to me. Let me be here for you. Be open with me. You know, it's not your fault. And then you got to beat that in, in kids' heads because you will feel like it's your fault. You feel like, why did I allow this to happen? Why didn't I get up? Why didn't I, you know, why just, why, it's, a, it's a bunch of questions that will go through your head, but you never sit back and say, why did they decide to do this to me? What am I going to do to stop it? You know, you don't have them type of questions. And if, if, if the conversation ain't brought to the table of how you deal with things like this, then you just never know. You, be, you start to isolate yourself and you start to be stuck in your mental. And your mind could play tricks on you and have you feeling like you are a victim. With, uh, not a victim, I'm sorry. That you are wrong when you are the victim, you know. So we really got to start talking to our kids more, man. Like, you got to pay attention to the behaviors. If your child used to love to go someplace and then out of the blue, whenever you even mention that place or mention a certain person or whatever the case may be, this child become, you know, distant or, you know, they start to cry or they start to scream or they just don't give the normal reaction that they would give if you say, oh, you about to go to this person's house. If they don't give you that same reaction, that's a sign. And pay attention to that sign. If you say to your child, why don't you want to go there? And they don't got to, you know, they might say, I just don't want to go. Well, they might not say nothing. Don't force it on them. Just don't make them go. Why? Because you never know. You could be throwing your child into a situation where it's like, they, they they going right back to this place and it's like, why aren't you paying attention to me? Why are you not paying attention to my behavior? When you mention this person's house or you mention this person in general, I just had a whole fit 
or I just got so quiet, or my whole energy just shifted, and you still made me go. You asked me why I didn't want to go, and I didn't really have much to say, but you still made me go. So then they start to feel like they can't say nothing, and they start to put up with it. You know, we got to put it into this shit. It's, it's way too many families out here. Especially in the black community, and I'm going to say the black community again, and I said it before, I can't speak on other uh, um, ethnicities and cultures and things like that because all I know is my culture. And in the black culture, we sweep shit under the rug. You know, you got the uncle that was touching all the kids in the family, but then you still sending the kids over there because y'all feel like, you know... Oh, well, it's brought to the attention of everybody, so uncle not going to do it. Meanwhile, uncle sitting there, he plotting on a whole nother generation. You got the cousin that did touch four or five family members, and, you know, nobody is saying or doing much about it because it's a cousin. No. We got to start treating family predators the same way that we'll treat predators on the outside. The same way that you'll go and get a motherfucker here when it's a stranger. Because dig it, when it comes to strangers, a lot of people move differently than they would when it's their family. No. A rapist is a rapist. A child molester is a child molester. <laughs> a predator is a predator. It don't matter if they blood or if they somebody that you just walk past on the street. It's all the same thing. And just by keeping quiet, all you're doing is making, you you causing generations of hurt. Of trauma, of pain, you know. It's time we stop doing that shit, man. It don't matter who it is. I don't care if it's your own child that's doing it. You don't protect somebody like that because when you protect them, you give them that that you know they they get that power to be like, oh, ain't nothing gonna happen to me because I'm family. And guess what? Then they go to the next person. They go to the next victim. They go to the next child. And what's going to happen when they do it to somebody that's not in your family and now this family want their head? Are you going to protect them? Are you going to take shelter and, you know, stand as a shield of protection or a hedge? Or are you going to act surprised as if you never knew that they could be like this? We got to stop pretending, man. Because this shit is something serious. There's way too many people... You know, females and males that grew up in trauma that to this day don't know how to be parents. They don't know how to hold relationships. They don't know how to deal with anger. They don't know how to deal with nothing. And it's because nobody listened to them. Nobody paid attention to them. You know, we got to break this cycle, man. Any way possible, it's time we start breaking these cycles because... I don't know about y'all, but I don't want my kids growing up dealing with the same hurt that somebody else had too. I don't want my child feeling like they can't be the best them because somebody snatched their childhood from them. You know, it's not cool. It's not cool, man. You know, we got to start having them conversations. No matter how hard them conversations may seem, it's not as hard as you think. Kids understand. And trust me, you'll be shocked. Once you even bring up something like that, how many kids might start to speak up? How many of your own children that are in your house might say something? Now, they might not be, they might not say, oh, well, when I went to this place or when I was here, oh, I don't feel safe here because this person made me perform oral on them or they performed oral on me or they put their fingers here or they did that. It might, you know, it might be something like, oh, 
they humped on me. Oh, they touched me but my clothes was on. It's all the same. You know, some trauma might be a little more deeper and it might be a little bit harder to, you know, to get over. But it's all the same and they all have the same effect. But as a parent, you know, we got to become aware. We got to start opening up that line of communication where they understand that it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to come to me. Talk to me. You know, talk to me. In my in my household, and I'm going to put it out there because I would like for a lot of people to adapt to it. Because it, it, it's a different mentality when you was once a victim than when you don't have no idea what it feel like to be one. I have open communication with my kids to the point that if it's something that I do to make you feel uncomfortable, tell me. Tell me. You know, you have to tell me. Don't don't sit back and just be like, oh, that's my mom, you know, so I'm just not going to say nothing. No, tell me. My kids know. I knock on the door before I go in the bathroom. Why? I want you to be just, just be comfortable. I don't want to do anything to make nobody uncomfortable. Because I know what it was like to be uncomfortable. Even though... It's not the same. I'm walking in to probably come in and wash you up, you know, or, you know, lotion you down or anything of the sort. But I still want to give you that, I want to give you that control over your body to say no. Even as your mom, if I come in the room, oh, son, oh, daughter, let me lotion your body and you say, no, mom, I got it. All right. Now, you might not get it as good as I'm going to get it because I'm pretty sure you can't reach your back and all that. But okay, go ahead. Why? Because it's your body. You have that control over your body. I don't give a fuck who it is. And guess what? If I'm making you uncomfortable in any way, tell me. Tell your mom. Tell your other mom. Tell your, gra tell, tell your grandma. Tell your grandpa. Tell somebody that you know you can trust. We got to start opening up that, man. Because it's too many family members that get away with touching our kids. You feel me? 93% of pet uh, of 93% of the people that 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 are the abusers, we know them. Think about that, right? Think about it. 93% of the people that you know could be touching your child, could be touching somebody else's child. That's damn near everybody I know. That's why my trust is like this. My trust is so limited because I don't trust nobody. Those 93% of the people is probably, it could be my everyday people. People that I pick up the phone and have millions of conversations with and even about this type of shit, they don't have that same access to my kids because I, it's hard for me to trust people. Why? My safe havens, my safe havens were people that I knew. But them safe havens weren't safe havens. You know? And it is different. Like I said, it's different when you are a victim and you grow up being a victim. You can identify a lot of the behaviors. But there's a lot of people that didn't grow up. You know, that grew up and that wasn't a victim of sexual assault, which is a great thing. And you might not be able to identify with, with the changes in your child. You might just think, oh, they just getting bad out of nowhere. Oh, I don't know why they acting like that. Though they don't usually act like that. 
No, it's a reason. I'm telling you, man, it's a reason. Pay attention to your kids. Talk to your kids. Make sure your kids know what sexual abuse is. Make sure they know what it is. It's okay to talk about sexual abuse to your kids. It's bringing awareness to it. You know, bring awareness to it in your household so they so that they know it ain't it ain't something that's foreign in your household. You know, the same way we sit and we watch movies or music videos or you know anything in our household. Do the same thing when it comes to sexual assault. It's it's, it's things on YouTube for people who have younger kids. Where it, it break down good touch, bad touch. It break down, you know, who can and can't go and visit your private areas, you know. Because for the most part, in here, in my household, mom's doctor. And there's reasons behind it. The only way I'm going to ever see my child, you know, private is if one, if something is hurting you or, you know, you complaining of something, then I'm going to check it with your permission. Two, if I'm washing you up, and even with that, that's with your permission. And a doctor, if I'm in a room, a parent is, is present in the room or something like that, that's the only way that anybody got access to your private parts. You feel me? We got to start making it comfortable to bring this up. It's not nothing that's, it's nothing wrong with bringing awareness to sexual assault. I'm telling you, we're going to be saving so many children if we just talk about it. If we just make them comfortable. We're going to be saving so many people from a lifetime of trauma if you just say something, man. Like, we just got to say something. And it's crazy because people typically think, when you think about sexual assault, you think about men. No. Women are pedophiles too. Women are rapists too. You feel me? Women women are child molesters. They just usually get away with it a little bit more because it's a lot of ignorance within our community. You know, a lot of people think it's cute to have their friends twerking on their sons that's underage. Or, you know, being exposed to sexual things early. People think that it's funny to have horny ass seven and eight year olds or to have kids that's out here and they talking about getting hit and things like that or, you know, it's crazy how many people uh, tell you that they they probably 11, 12 years old and lost their virginity to people that's 18, 19, 20 years old. It's okay when there's a, a, a female doing it to a guy, but it's not okay when there's a guy doing it to a girl. Is a double standards on that, and we gotta stop that. A lot of men don't really report sexual assault because of the shame that they get behind it. But 38% of sexual abusers are women. 38% of women get a. I'm not gonna say get away with it, because they probably don't. You got some some people who speak up, but 38% that's a large amount of females out here that have touched kids. That'll rape kids. That'll do whatever that they that a man would do to a child, but they'll get away with it a little bit more because it's a female, and it's it's just looked at as it's it's okay. It's not. It's not okay. I don't give a fuck what you know society make cool. It ain't cool at all. Why? Because you still taking the innocence of a child, like. 
if you go and you doing this type of shit to a child early, you exposing them to some shit that they not even supposed to be made aware of just yet. And it's so sad because a lot of a lot of people think that it's cool and it's funny and it's okay when you know you get strippers for a ten year old birthday party or your kids out here and they slapping your friends' asses and they just doing shit that they don't they not supposed to be doing. Again, when you think that that shit funny, think about your daughter or think about your niece or your little sister or whoever. And then think about a grown-ass man doing the same thing that you think is funny for your son to your daughter. It wouldn't be funny, right? You'll want that nigga head, right? You'll want that motherfucker dead or, you know, thrown underneath a jail cell. It ain't funny, right? Why is it funny when it's our sons? You know, our sons is being raised to believe that a lot of shit is cool. When it's really fucking them up in the real world. They don't know how to be men. They don't know how to be, you know, boyfriends and husbands and shit like that. Because the things that is meant to be okay is not okay. I don't, I don't give a fuck what society think or what nobody say. I don't want no bitches twerking in front of my son at seven. You feel me? I don't, I don't want nobody... Touching on my, my son, thinking that it's okay, or thinking that it's funny, or thinking that boys gonna be boys. Absolutely not. Why? Once you start exposing your kids to certain shit, right? Let's just say, you expose your child to something sexual. Now that your child is aware of it, it's another child over here that's not. Now what we got to worry about? We got to worry about them kids. Let's be clear. Kids touch kids. Kids rape kids. Kids will get away with doing them things because people will make excuses for them. Let me tell you something. If you start bringing up them conversations in your household about good touch, bad touch, it ain't no such thing as an excuse in your household why you are made aware of what you're doing. I don't give a fuck how old you are. Once you are made aware, I don't believe in excuses at all, but once you are aware of what you are doing, you know right from wrong. You learn that early. You got to watch kids around kids too. A lot of kids is exposed to way more than other kids, and then they get around them and they start to expose them to the things that they know, right? And while they are exposing them to the things that they know, in the process, these little brains, they starting to do things. They might start humping. They might start trying to bump private areas. They might start kissing. But they doing things that kids is not supposed to be doing. But what is taught? It's taught to them. Ain't no child. And, and Listen, I'm telling you, correct me if I'm wrong, but no child at no age of, you know, five, six, seven, eight, whatever the case may be, they not just waking up one day horny and shit and just wanting to do this to somebody else. No, it's something that they have learned. They either watching it, listening to it, or it's being done to them. You know, we got to start raising our kids as kids, man. We got to start doing this shit because there's too many people that could relate to trauma of sexual assault. 
But when are we going to really sit back and be like, yo, it's time that we, it's time that we break that cycle. I know so many victims who go hard to make sure that their child won't never be a victim. You know, why? Because you know what it's like to be one. So you're trying to stop it any way possible. You don't want nobody to grow up with the same pain that you grew up with. Come on, man. Let's start teaching our kids. We got to start teaching our kids. And in the process of teaching them and learning, because it's always going to be something that, as we teach, we learn. That's why you teach to listen also. Because you learn, you learn a lot from your kids when you really teach, sit down, talk to them, and then listen to what they have to say. You have to also know your kids, right? You got to know your child. That's a lot with identifying behaviors. But at the same time, we're going to keep it real. It's a lot of kids that can be coerced into lying. People, you know, it might be a bad breakup. It might be a situation where, you know, I don't know. There's really no reason why people would have a child lie about sexual assault. You got to be a sick individual to do that, but it happens. You have to know your child. You have to be able to teach a child. You have to be able to understand and know when they're lying. Right? And I only say lying because I'm not even... Okay, yeah, lying. I have a friend, right? She was put in a situation where a little girl had lied on her. Now, the parent had trusted her with the daughter... The little girl was always at her house playing, having a good old time. And one day the little girl decided to go home and make up a, a story about, you know, her touching her vagina. Right? Of course. You're going to believe a child. So, once the parent confronted the person about it, she confronted her, but at the same time, this child have okay whatever she confronted her about it it was this whole thing they talked well they, they brought the little girl in to tell a story again and the little girl basically said how it never happened how she made it up right now of course you're going to believe your child but this little girl have a thing for lying right she just for some reason, she just make up crazy stories a lot. The sad thing about it is, again, learn behavior. Once you're a child four years old, if you can make up something as heinous as that, one of two things is happening to her somewhere else, and she don't know how to get it out there, or she's seeing it, or she's hearing it, you know? But that could have went really really bad for the person who was accused of doing it because let's just say the mom she told her mom and the mom called the cops and now she locked up and she being stripped of everything that she worked so hard for and you know it could it could have went left that way she could have lost her kids and all that because you're going to believe your child or the mom could have went over there she could have you know, beat her ass, it could have been this whole thing, you know, and everybody trying to, you know, they doing what they doing, it could have just went a, a whole nother way, but as a parent who knew her child, she had the conversation with the other adult, 
you know, before anything, she had the conversation with her child, but then she brought her child in. And her child admitted to the fact that she made it all up. And since then, you know, the the child had no longer, she like, she no longer goes over to the person's house no more. And there's a thing where, like, the the mom still, she she trusts her still because she know that her child lies. So it's like you have to know your kids too. You have to know if somebody is in their head. You have to know if they're making up things like that. But if they can make up something like that, you got to start to dig deep. You don't just sweep it under the rug because that person, you know, they, they, they accused that person and it wasn't the truth. No, you don't sweep it under the rug. You start to dig. You start to figure out where did you get this type of stuff from? Where did you get these details from? How how were you able to elaborate on a story like that and you are four or five years old? You feel me? So in some cases, like in most cases, you do have to really make sure that there's nobody in their ear. Or that the child is not making up things like that. But listen, right? When your child comes to you and your child say anything, you know, oh, my brother has been touching me. Oh, my cousin has been touching me. Oh, my sister, or my aunt, or my uncle, or my aunt boyfriend, or whatever. Believe them. You hear me? You have to believe your child. I don't care who they blame it on. Never say never. You have to believe your child. You have to support your child. You have to do what you have to do as a parent until it's proven that it's not true. But guess what? In most cases, your child not lying. Damn, they might be pushing the blame on someone else because they might be scared to say who it really is. But they not lying. And if they are, you know, you have to have them conversation that conversations as to why you cannot tell them type of lies. Because once something like that is put on somebody's name, you can never, ever, ever clear that up. Because I'm going to tell you something, and I don't know about everybody else. Me personally, if you are a rapist, if you are a child predator, if you are a molester, if you are anything, it ain't no fucking second chances for me. You don't get no second chances. Why? I don't know what the fuck your triggers are. You could go 10 years and not touch a kid. And then that 11th year, you could see a kid that just might trigger you. You don't know what trigger you. If you can look at a child as if they are something to sexualize, you are a sick motherfucker and you deserve to die. You deserve to burn in hell. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't even care if they take this video down or take this audio off. If you are willing to ruin a child's life, and I say ruin because they never, ever, ever get over that, yo. No matter how hard you work, no matter how hard you try to heal, you never forget what somebody did to you when they do some shit like that. Why? Because they taking away your childhood. They taking away your innocence. They taking away your life. And you have to constantly continue to rebuild. And every time you rebuild, you're going to keep being knocked down. You're going to keep on facing this. You're going to keep on having to deal with it. Y'all don't want your kids to have to feel that pain. I'm telling you. You don't want to have to be a parent and feel like you fell. Y'all don't want to feel like you fell as a parent. You don't. You don't. 
Because as a parent, your whole goal is to make sure that your child have the best life. And I ain't even talking about just material shit. I ain't talking about just financially. I ain't talking about none of that shit. It's our job to protect our kids. So we got to start really protecting our kids. And that shit starts with a conversation. You know? It starts with a simple conversation. Let's have this conversation. Let's talk about, you know, who who are the adults that you can trust. Do your child, do your child know who are the trusted adults to them? Like, do you have a team of people that they trust? Because growing up, I didn't have, I didn't have, my, my team wasn't family members. My team wasn't my family members. My team was, my, I had a teacher, shout out to Miss Hunter. <laughs> I had a teacher who was there every step of the way. Shout out to Meg. You know, she was there every step of the way. You know, I had people who I trusted, who I felt like I could build personal trust with outside of my family because, again, when a predator, the rapist, the child molester, when that person is in your family, that shit is swept under the rug. No matter how much you bring it up, no matter how much you, you got to deal with it, Nine times out of ten, that person is still around. Nine times out of ten, you still have to be around that person. You still have to be faced with that person. Why? Because that's your family member. That's your auntie's child. Or your mama's child. Or your uncle's child. Or, you know, your, your grandmom or your grandpa's child. That's somebody in your family that, you know, family members just for some reason can't do without. You can't do without the, the, the rapist because it's your family member. But again, when it's the stranger, y'all want justice. Y'all want their heads. Start treating these rapists as rapists. I don't give a fuck if it's your blood. I don't give a fuck if it's your child. Protect your children at all costs. Protect your children. I'm telling you, man, if, if you if you make your child feel like they're comfortable enough to come to you, open up to you, and just like they have you, you're going to be saving yourself from a lifelong, a, a lifeline of pain. Because although you might forget, although you might heal, your child will never. Your child will never heal. It's going to take years. And I say years, because once you start to deal with that battle, once you start to walk in that walk to hell, you relive every moment. You got to deal with every moment. Mentally, your, your brain is like, a, it's like, a, it's like a recorder. It's like a recorder. As you start to try to heal through certain things, it plays back. And you start to really live through the moments again. Trust me. You don't want to deal with this. And the easiest way not to. The easiest way not to. Open up that line of communication in your household. Make sure your child know right from wrong. Make sure your child know good touch from bad touch. Make sure your child know nobody will never hurt you for speaking up. Make sure your child know that they have you no matter what. 
Because when they know that, they're not going to let people get over on them. They're not going to let somebody harm them and tell them lies that will scare them into being quiet. I'm telling you. That's all I got, man. Thank y'all for listening, man. Give me feedback. I want to know what y'all think. I want to know what y'all feel. Listen, I'm, I'm an open book about everything that I have ever been through. If you got a story you want to tell, if you just want to get it off your chest, if you are in your process of healing, I'm here to listen. You know, and I, I don't even mean for the, for the cameras. I don't mean for none of this. I mean, I'm here because I know what it's like to not have nobody or feel like you have to stay silent. I'm here. Reach out. You know, I thank you for tuning in to another episode of Kicking It With Book. I appreciate y'all. Peace.